Bruising Banner Podcast. 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 What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I was reading this weekend. <laughs> mama, mama. Guys, nah, it doesn't taste like dirt. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium, ladies and gentlemen. I'm wondering, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here, sampling these brews, grab a drink, and pull up a chair. <laughs> Ooh, we love you, Bruce Adventure Podcast. Hey. Oh, don't leave shit. Yeah, try to place it out your mind. But you can't turn the radio down. And you can't think of anyone else. And love is when you try to make it out alive. You can't turn the radio down And you can't think of anyone Oh, uh-huh, look, I can see a face in the Parisian <laughs> <laughs> You were frozen, that's why I'm laughing <laughs> Crazy uh, uh, huh? You were frozen, that's why I was laughing And it looked crazy I know, as soon as it came up <laughs> It started <laughs> This is gonna be a long episode, man. <laughs> Jesus, uh, uh, I had to start it off with my uh, one of my son's favorite artists, <laughs> Dominic. Uh, was it Fike? I don't know oh yeah, that's what's that. up. Um, <laughs> uh, what up? What, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, happy to fuel. I'm your host, Rob G, and with me, as always, the legendary Brew Crew. What's going on, Lou? Hey, hey guys, <laughs> how y'all doing out there? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> shout out to 302 Yoda. Uh, yeah, <laughs> on his way up, to recovery, doing, He's coming back soon, up. guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, ex- episode 270. I don't know what I was about to say. Uh, a bruising banter podcast, mm-hmm. and um, got a great show this <laughs> afternoon, this morning, this evening. If this is your first time listening or watching, hey, what's going on? You're right on time, as they say. And if you are a returning listener or viewer, hey, you're right on time, as they say. <laughs> as they say in all. Welcome. Always. Welcome. Um, yeah. Welcome. Before we jump into it, I always, uh, and this is a question, people can ask, uh, answer if they're watching this or listening. Do you trust people who don't move their arms when they're walking? I do not. You know, I, you never see the person who just don't walk. <laughs> like, so you don't you you actually look at their walk and like I can't trust that one. Well, if you see them coming and they don't and like most people sway their arms when they walk in. <laughs> Every time I see this one dude, I'm like, yo, you look like shady. You I never look- I never <laughs> noticed I never noticed people not swaying their arms because <laughs> it's unusual. So when you do see it, you be like, yo, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so, just- but it, it's so crazy to you that you're not gonna trust them. I don't know. I was just, I was just joking, but it was just funny that I, I, I was looking at it the other day. I was like, "Yeah," because he kind of looked kind of shifty too the way he was walking, and and there's no sway on. No, I didn't know him. No, I don't know. Him. No, I don't know him. Oh, okay, but I see him all the time. Yeah, he, could, like, he could be a serial killer. I'm like, "Yo, not nah, arm movement. He could be a murderer. That arm movement is crazy right now. I'm like none, <laughs> non-existent. But uh, <laughs> yeah." I don't know. I don't know if untrustworthy, but weird is definitely one of the yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, definitely a definitely a weird man that doesn't move his arms. Like you, need, you need that extra energy. Like you wasting energy. 
Right, right. Yep. Like all that extra energy in your legs, like you could just be using that with your arms and yeah, because the, the arm is supposed to give like the momentum, ain't that the, the thing that's supposed to carry exactly. you forward? That's what I'm saying. Like that's part of, that's that's part of walking. Using your arms is part of walking. Oh well, maybe that's it. Maybe he is um, training his legs, so maybe it's like a leg day type of thing. Like it's always <laughs> he just he's just <laughs> concentrating his muscles. <laughs> I don't know. He was leg training. Like I should stop him one time and say, yo, my man, why you ain't what, moving on? working on here? <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Um, you know the momentum will carry you through. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, sidetracked. Uh, this is uh, episode 217. That's, that's good. That's uh, good. That's banter. <laughs> 217. Says, we have a, a great guest with us uh, this afternoon, this morning, this evening. I'm going to be watching and listening around you that. Um, we have um, one half of the duo of... Black Groove Movement. We want to bring in uh, Courtney for coming through. Let me bring her into the podcast. Hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm supposed to get some sound effects, right? Yeah, you're here. I give you a clap. What oh, you no. <laughs> you ain't hear the clap? I didn't hear. Oh, okay. No. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I she didn't. I don't know. I might she, be... asked for, she asked for some pew pews. I don't know if we got no pew pews. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get no pew pews off the jump. You got you got pew pews on there. Yeah, that's that's not just for anything. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's the pew pews. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure. but you don't get that just for just Your coming on. Yeah, my yeah. version of pew pews are different. Oh, you thought okay, she was talking about you, gunshots? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I think she was saying pew pew pew. Yeah, my pew Yeah, pew pew. And then she yeah. did. She kind of did that too. So. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. You guys don't say don't say sorry. We're good. I, I knew what she meant because I'm moving because she says she has listened, so she knows. I don't even know what the, what is that called actually. What is the official? Is that a not a siren? A I don't horn? know. No idea. A horn? Is that what we call it? We won't call it the we won't call it the pum pums the death. <laughs> like I don't know. I I guess it, maybe it does say horns. It sounds like horns to me. Yeah, but is that the is that what they? Like you know how they say running water or breaking glass, right? Like yeah, what are they called? Yeah, like what's the name of the actual? I gotta go drop. look and see what the sound is. I, I know I downloaded <laughs> it on here. More banter that doesn't make any difference. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. Um, well, we want to thank Courtney for coming on this afternoon, this morning. For sure, uh, thank uh, you so much. There we Appreciate got a air horn. There you go. I see. I can always air uh, horn. There it is. Yes, I had half of it right. <laughs> I uh, see. Can always count on the, your significant other to help you through. They keep you tight. Keep you right. <laughs> like I would never know. Air horn. I should have known that too because it, it is seems so. It, it seems so easy too. Yeah. So easy when when you say it. it, it's like okay. Yeah. yeah it sounds like yeah, an air that's horn. It. Yeah. I, I got it now. Um, but like I said, this is um, thanks, Erica. This is uh, episode two seventeen. Want to thank our guests for coming on. Before we um, get into it, you want to introduce who you are. And why you're here this afternoon, this morning, Dima? Sure, sure. So my name is Courtney Romani. Um, and like Rob mentioned, I am half of the founding team of Black Brew Movement. So my husband and I, along with some friends, uh, we founded Black Brew Movement in uh, 2018. And since then, we've been working to spread the word about Black Brew Movement, um, not just our brand, but all of the that Black Removing entails. So from Black people who drink beer, Black people who make beer, um, Black people who have interest in the beer industry at large, that's really um, 
what we do and how we got here. We really focus on doing that through events and do a little bit of research. Uh-huh. And yeah, so I guess we'll talk a little bit about that. All right. So before we get too far around, we always like to know what everybody mm-hmm. is drinking on. So um, I we... have. Oh, oh jumping the gun. I got oh, oh, to ask sorry. you what we drinking sorry. on today. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, like, uh, listen you, to the podcast. I'm, look, look Courtney, I'm going to stop him, though, because you kind of jumped the gun asking her about her. I know, her I did. Brew movement true, true. And I was talking about this beer that she wants to tell you about first. So, And she said, said she's watched the show, so she kind of was all thrown off. I got Like you. I was. Yeah, I got you. Because well, I have no I idea wanted, where this was going. Because since I didn't say her last name when I introduced her, I wanted to make sure I jump in and make sure she gave us her last name correctly because I didn't want to butcher her last name. And I let her know in advance that I would not be able to pronounce her last name. So that's what I, I feel like you would have did, right. really like did all right. It's really easy. It's yeah. it spelled. Yeah, it's it's pronounced how it's spelled. A lot of people overthink it. Yeah, that's probably what I would have done. Because once you start putting that Y and after that, see, too many, too many, um, too many vowels in there. I'd be like, yo, I, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, but before we get into it, we always like to know what you're drinking. Also, what are you drinking today, Courtney? Um, I am drinking one of uh, Crowns and Hops HBCU IPAs, okay. um, the Double Dry Hop Hazy. So that's actually one of my favorite you got IPAs. A, you got a can, or you got? Um, oh, I do have a can. Or... I have a can and a red cup. So I was okay. Oh, oh, you know, oh, you went straight black. She took it. She you took know, it to cookout. Well, she took it to the college days. Red cups, were you drinking? I think it was fitting. HBCU, yeah. red cup. Fish fry. You know? That's a fish fry cup. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And whatever works. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the, do you say the ABV on that one? Um, It's seven. So this is going to be a fun oh. show. Oh, nice. That's, um, that's on, a, on a heavier side. Yeah. Not get too. Into uh, get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Lou, what you drinking on? Uh, man, I went. To the uh, beer shop this morning, and I just didn't couldn't find anything that caught my eye except for this. Uh, it's called it's Modelo, but it's a, a chelada, I think. Oh, chelada, it's yeah. just lemon, lime, uh, lime, lime, lemons, and salts um, with beer. So it's basically like their Modelo with a little bit of extra hints of salt and hints of lime. It looks just like regular Modelo, but it tastes lemony and salty. I like a good chalada because that's the one. It's normally I like the on the rim of the glass and you and you drinking yeah. it. Yeah. So is chalada a style of beer? No, it's normally like a Mexican lager, and it's like I want to say like tomato juice a lot of times. It's normally like tomato juice. Okay. And then a salted rim. Okay. If I'm wrong, somebody right. correct me. But I've had one. Yeah. And I always had the salted rim, and I thought it had tomato juice in it, but maybe not. Yeah. And this is so this is that incorporated. It doesn't. It don't have no tomato taste to me. Uh, it's, it tastes like lime and salt. You know what I mean? But this is really good, man. Pass me another. Uh, so that's, she, see. It came she in out. She should have used her. She, when she said she liked her drink, she should have said pass me another on that one. Yeah. Well, we can come back to her and so she can get her pink beans. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, I told you she got. She, I, was, I was hating low key just now. I was like, what was my <laughs> you know? I know. I can see her face. You never, I know you, she was you like, yo. Fat. I ain't getting never... a few views. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can see her her whole tone just got saggy a little bit. Right. That's why I had to explain why she ain't getting um, a few views. Because <laughs> she was definitely asked after the show, like, what happened back there? Yeah. 
Um, it's 3.5% alcohol by volume, so very, uh, very drinkable. Um, it came in a six pack, and yeah, man, it's very delicious. I, like I said, pass me another. You know, it was. Really- that is, that is the key words phrases. I, I'm That's the key phrase. Writing, writing my notes. Uh-huh. Rob G. Yes, sir. Are you drinking anything this week? And if so, what is it? Yeah, I'm actually drinking from Dewey Beer Co. I have their Thrills. Mm. Uh, there it is, and the um, and their uh, yellow thing it is actually their smoothie beers, which is a uh, pineapple. Uh, it's small lettering, and I'm getting old. Pineapple, orange, and vanilla. Uh, it's 5.25%. They want to make sure you got the accurate, so they went out to the two decimal points, 5.25% ABV. <laughs> um, <laughs> they want to round that thing up. Which, what kind of style you said it was? It has It's um, orange, pineapple, and vanilla. No, I'm sorry, the style. Oh, it's a smoothie beer. It's a smoothie style. beer. I'm sorry. It's a smoothie oh, okay. beer. Okay, what's it look like? What's it look uh, like, bud? It's thick, on, thick and click clip. It's thick. Right there, there, there. Thicker than a, what you say, thicker than a what? I said I didn't say thicker than anything. I said thick as a click. I don't know. I just remember. Oh man, I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you said something else. What you thought I said? Nothing. It this don't is a family show. Is it? No, but <laughs> <laughs> we got people who got families on here. <laughs> that is true. All of us have families. Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I guess it, it's a family show. But there it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. It is thick, and you can see that's it's, a beautiful glass. Oh yeah, it is awesome. Glass. Uh, mm-hmm. hit me up if you want one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, hit me up if you want one. Yeah, that too. There it is. Um, it's it's a thick, it's yes, thick. That, that does look thick. Yeah, can't, there you go. So you can't even see me. It's thick. It's good though. It, it, it's it's not too. It's sweet. I was about to say not too sweet, but yeah, it's sweet. It's sweet as shit, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Usually smoothie beers are. Yeah, I think it's uh that's uh but it's not. So it has a little it has a little um sourness in there. There's a little sour sour taste in there, but for the most part, um it is delicious for especially for non beer drinkers, they always say, Yo, uh I like Dewey Beer Co. Yeah. Uh thrill subject. I mean um Smoothie beers, so um, I'm gonna say pass me another. All right, well, everybody is uh drinking. Oh, did you want to say pass so, me another, Courtney? I'm, I'm sorry. No, I wanted pass to ask. Me. I wanted to. I was actually going to ask you though. So we have three different ratings. We haven't brought this up in a while, so we might True. as well do it now. True. We have three mm. different ratings for when you drink your beer, if you like it or not. Uh, the top rating, of course, is pass me another. Most of the time, we get pass me another's. That means we want multiple beers of this. The second rating is I'll have just one. Beer is good, but I don't want to keep on going. I'd rather just try a different style or just stop drinking beer altogether. <laughs> and another uh, for the for the day, for the day, for the, uh, <laughs> not forever, not forever. And then the last, the last and the worst one is uh, keep that shit in the cooler. Some people say <laughs> keep it in the cooler. Uh, but yeah, like, I, why'd you even bring that to the barbecue? That's that's that was unnecessary of you to bring that Budweiser to the barbecue. Yeah, it's like it's so like the, the um, cooler, like the beer potato. Like, who, you gotta ask who made the potato salad? Who brought that that whack right. that whack joint here? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so pass me another. Uh, I'll have just one, or uh, keep that shit in the cooler. Uh, what would you rank your uh, crowns and hops today? This is definitely a pass me another. 
Yeah, yeah. attitude definitely changed as soon as it, it, it changes. She heard it for herself. It yeah, I'm, glad, I'm happy for you right now. Really <laughs> Monumental day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a great episode now. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was looking bleak at first because she was like, "Yo, <laughs> my husband didn't give me hey, my passport." Another one. They didn't give me a horn. I didn't get the pew pew. What's going on? I said, "Get the pew pew." I keep on having set. to ask about these air horns. <laughs> I've listened to enough episodes to know these air hairs is a thing. <laughs> they gotta be cut. Where am I? I ain't hear no cold words in none of the other episodes. <laughs> but it's cool. I know it now. Yeah, you got some. You got them. Yep. There you go. You may uh, if you say some good shit too throughout this episode. Yeah, you, you got some breaking might. news. If Rob, if Rob, if Rob think what you're saying is is hot shit, you may get a pium pium. Yeah, you got some breaking mm-hmm. news or anything. I don't like you know? air horns. I like pum pums, actually. I, I think. <laughs> Are you like, you'd rather say pum pums? Absolutely. Like, Erica, thank you for telling us what the correct correct word is, but the slang, the shot stack. Because a lot of people you know, do go pum 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 because they try to make it. I get it. But, yeah. Yeah, but I also think gun as well. Pum 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 pum. So it can go either way. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we've talked enough about not <laughs> black proof movement. <laughs> it all comes together. Pew Pew is part of the black proof movement story. You know? Hey, there we go. There, it is now. It, yeah, it, it is. definitely is now. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it will definitely be in the byline somewhere. Yeah. So I know you gave us a little overview, but um, just talk us back to the beginning of how black brew movement all came together. And, um, and, and so once again, we want to welcome uh, Courtney for coming through. On the podcast. And the uh, the proverbial floor is yours. All right. Well, thank you all for having me. Um, yeah. So Black Brew Movement really just kind of came out of curiosity. So uh, my husband, then boyfriend, when we first started, uh, he and I, along with another set of our friends, we love to go to breweries. We love to drink beer. And whenever we would go, we would never see anyone in there that looked like us. You know, kind of the similar story of everyone that kind of got started in the craft beer space. And from there, we just, you know, took it upon ourselves to ask the question of why. You know, why aren't there more Black people drinking beer? Why are there more Black people going to the breweries? You know, um, which led us to do some focus groups and some um, like interviews with people back around to that. I am a researcher by trade. So um, both of my degrees are in sociology. So that's just what I do. I ask a lot of questions all the time. And so this really kind of is like a, a five-year-long research project for me. Uh, and just really trying to understand, you know, Black people in relation to craft beer. And so like I mentioned, focus group interviews to learn, you know, just people's attitudes around craft beer um, to figure out what the gap was. And so from that, we just learned a lot of, you know, Black people felt like craft beer wasn't for them. They weren't welcome in the space or they just generally just had a disinterest in it. They just um, weren't, didn't like beer, you know, and partially due to the fact that they had um, bad experience with the beer or they associated beer with like low class, you know, I remember one person saying that um, when they ever they saw a home, homeless person, they will always have like beer in a brown paper bag. And they're like, 
I'm better than that, so I don't drink beer. Um, so yeah, a lot of yeah, <laughs> yeah, very fascinating, yeah. very fascinating. Yeah, so um, yeah, we learned a lot. We learned a lot in yeah. the early early days, uh, starting Black Brew Movement, and that just kind of led us to ideate and think of ways to help this group of people learn to appreciate what we appreciated, which was the camaraderie that exists in the craft beer community. You know, one thing that we were attracted to for uh, what breweries specifically is that it just was real relaxed. You know, it's like you can go out, you can have a drink, you can be with your people, but it's not too much. You don't got to get all dressed up. You don't got to put on, you can just have a beer and relax. And then another thing was, it was family friendly. Like I said, it's a family show. Um, You know, the craft beer community really was something that, you know, felt family friendly. And we were, you know, young couples had aspiration of having families and we wanted to have a place or, you know, a thing that we could take our kids to. You know, if we want to go out and have a drink, we can take them to the brewery. It's no problem. The kids are in there hanging out and chilling. Um, so that's what led us to getting into the event space with Black Brew Movement. And so now we do a lot of events. Um, you know, that events are kind of backed by the research still, trying to think of different ways to make people come out and enjoy beer, whether that be through collaborating with breweries to make fun recipes that we think people want to try, um, fun themed parties, uh, beer gardens, all of that. So that that is really the background of Black Brew Movement and how we kind of fill this, I guess, a gap in this craft beer space. Side note, if um, when you take your kid to the brewery, you watching them kids, right? Because I don't like folks that don't watch their kids at breweries. No, I, I yeah, we watch our kids. I mean, <laughs> like, uh... I, I, Boys are babies right now, so they're just like attached to us. But yeah, no, we don't do the kids because a lot of um, birds are now saying, "Nah, you know what? That was not a good idea to bring kids up in here." Really, I haven't seen that. Yeah, around here they They start to say a lot of the parents get a little over intoxicated and let their kids be over at another table. You got table six, and the parents are at table fifty-one. Yeah, so now they got a group of birds and stuff. Like, yeah, that makes sense. After five, yeah, you can't bring on them that in. camaraderie too much, right? Yeah, right, see, I see. I, I can't do it. Yeah, this ain't this ain't a whole community. Like, I don't, I ain't come here for your children. Man, I'm not babysitting. I'm here. To, I'm here to drink. I'm here to drink the get first. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I, my Uber, my Uber's on its way. Like, I don't, I don't talk to anybody. I don't have any responsibility tonight. Uh, so it's interesting. So you said you walk, you used to go to the uh, crab breweries, breweries and tap rooms and see. That um, there was no people of color in the breweries. So, uh, so when did you first get your introduction actually to? Well, yeah, when did you get your first introduction to beer or craft beer in general? Like, when did you say, "I like this"? Birth. <laughs> um, Earth. No, Yikes. like I come from oh. I come up from a oh. beer drinking family. Nothing like that. Nothing crazy. It was in the um, it but was in you the know. Formula? No, I'm just joking. It was no, no. <laughs> but I remember. I always hear stories. You know parents would drink beer here and there you know everybody cleaning up on a saturday or sunday and i you know sneak a little sip um stuff like that you know but when i honestly got into beer was and i moved to texas in 2015 i moved to austin Austin, texas in 2015 um and like i said i drank beer in college and you know, regular play play beer. You guys know the gamut, the PBRs, the natties, the, right. the love ultras of the world. Um, but when I got to Austin is when I was introduced to craft beer. I was actually I went there to this restaurant called Bangers. If anybody's familiar with Austin, it's a really popular um restaurant and uh, brewery. 
And I sat there at the bar and I told the bartender, I said, can you teach me about the beers that are on this wall? It's probably like 150 different beers on the, on the brewery wall. And he walked me through a good bunch of them, not all 150, but by the time I left, I um, learned a lot about beer and I learned that beer, craft beer is very different than regular beer. Um, mm. Yes, just by flavor and by overall it, just to be, be frank about it. Um, but that's really what made me kind of dive deep into craft beers because before with, you know, I guess more traditional mass um, sold beers, the flavor profile is very different than what I experienced with craft beer. And so going through those different beer styles with that brewer uh, really gave me a deep appreciation for craft beer. And that kind of, you know, just piqued my interest in what led me here today. So is there a, I, I just going on. Oh, oh, you got it. Yeah. I was going to say like, it seems to me like a lot of uh, black people experience non-craft beer first. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, it's the same thing that happened with me. Like you, you drink a Coors Light or a Budweiser and you're like, all right, that, I guess that's fine. And then you have this craft beer and you're like, oh my gosh, like this, um, that's some smoothie that has lemon and, and salt in that beer. Like, wow, I didn't even know that was possible. Then it opens your mind to all these different things. What are you guys, what do you guys see or can do that actually breaks that barrier that where they, where people of color, black people specifically can get past a course, a, a regular course lighter, Budweiser and get to the more flavorful craft styles. How do you bridge that, that gap or have you, has any research shown how to do that? That's a really good question. And I would say we have figured out a, a way to do that because the scenario you just outlined, there's two sets of people in that scenario. You have the people like mm-hmm. us who you know, drink regular beer and the transition into craft beer was seamless because beer was just a part of the mix, you know, and then you just happen to try different type of beer. And so the the transition was a little bit more seamless. Then you have the other people who drank the Coors Light, the Natties, the PBRs, and they swore off beer because the taste just wasn't something they can rock with. And for those people, um, what we've learned is that obviously taste is a big part of it. And so really educating people about the difference between craft beer um, and really focusing in deeply on the flavor profiles because, you know, when people who, you know, kind of have sworn off beer, they just, they're used to that beery taste. Um, everyone yes. knows what it is. Um, and, you know, when you are trying to convince those people about craft beer, you really have to sell, you know, the lemony flavors, the smoothie flavors, the guava, the this, the that, because that's the thing that piques their interest. One thing that we started doing mm. at our early events was, you know, people would tell us, oh, I don't like beer. We would, you know, rephrase it and say, you know, what kind of candy do you like? Do you like candy? You know, do you like fruity candy? Do you like chocolate? Do you like sour? Do you like this? And those are ways to mentally get people in a, in a different mind state. So when they taste the beer, their taste buds are experiencing mm. something different than a traditional beer style. Well, like and they already they're beer. in their mind and in their mind, they already are almost accepting that it's not going to taste like a traditional beer because you said it tastes like lemon and salt. Like you're not going to find Budweiser's that taste like one. Yeah, that makes. All right. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's dope. Yeah. Now, I'm curious about in terms of like when you do some of the research and you like, especially even a person that said they thought <laughs> beer was for homeless folks. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> like, do you, <laughs> do, 
do you go back and like and check out that research? <laughs> do you go back to that particular person? Like, yo, well, since you seem to be a bougie drinker, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what? what there, there, hold on, hold on. <laughs> a wine, a a, per, a a per a homeless person as an alcoholic, they call him a wino because of wine. They don't call him a bureau. Like, what, how does beer become the poor? I think they're thinking about forties malt liquor, like you know, the steel reserve. They're thinking about that oh kind my of gosh. Thing, you know. Yeah, I call I that a college student. I mean, <laughs> Right, right. I had still reserve in college, but not necessarily, man. I seen some grown. I seen a lot of grown men growing up that was drinking. I I heard about a forty and a two eleven before I got to college. True, because they were the cheap the cheap beers to yeah. drink around the way. Yeah, well, because because I mean, that's such a stereotype. Because that's not they don't even have that in the suburb. You can't. I can't get that nowhere I live. I got to go into a certain liquor store to get a, a two eleven. Yeah. And that's like 15 miles away from me. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I'm, I'm curious, like, when you, like, you say you, like, throw events and stuff like that. Uh, when you throw events and stuff, like, um, do you, like, do a survey before and after? Like, somebody, especially for people that be like, eh, I don't like beer. And then you have, like, one of these events that, that may. Yeah, how do you get this research? So how that's you, a good yeah. question, Rob. So we actually, full disclosure, um, have been just doing some anecdotal stuff this time. We haven't done any hard research in a while, just due to capacity. Um, but we do a lot of qualitative research if you want to get technical. So asking people questions, you know, while they're at an event or a brewery, asking them what they like about a beer, you know, what are the yeah. things that, you know, are they're interested in, thinking about the flavor profile. And then beyond that, you know, asking about the environment. So what about this place did you like, did you enjoy? Was it the music? Was it the food? Was it, you know, you know, the atmosphere in general? And a lot of that is just, stuff that we, you know, take notes of. Um, we haven't done any surveys in a while, actually. We haven't done one since a beer garden like a year and a half ago. Um, but we do always inquire whenever we have events, um, mm-hmm. you know, what people are interested in, what they like about things. And we, we keep note of it. And, you know, we write it down. We Whenever we're uh, partnering with another um, organization or brewery, we make sure we bring that information to the forefront because that does influence a lot of the decisions that we make in terms of like our beer collabs. And that's one of the biggest things that I would say the research or the questions that we ask influence um, because one of our main goals is to get people to drink more beer. And so we have to make beer styles that we think people um, who may not necessarily be in the craft beer community already would find palatable. Okay. Um, now I'm curious to know, like, cause I know you mentioned beforehand that, um, the other half of uh black brew movement is, was at one point your know, boyfriend now husband, uh, were, mm-hmm. were there a mutual passion for beer or was that something that either one of you kind of brought each, uh, the other person along? I would say I brought him along. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. He was, he dabbled in beer. He drank some shandies here and there, but he wasn't, you know, really interested in, I told you about that one, um, diving into like the IPAs and the trapels of the world. Um, and so we really kind of learned more of it together, but now he's like a, a beer expert because, you know, I, he, I would say he knows more than me when it comes to beer, just because after, you know, the fun part of drinking it and learning it, he really studied it. Uh, to learn, you know, more about <laughs> the everything that goes into beer. Yeah, exactly. No, he's 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 into science, so he really has. He took yeah, he yeah. took a deep interest in 
that part of the beer making process. Um, this was mm-hmm. um, because of just, you know, starting the organization, but also we got a really great opportunity when we first started out to be um, beer stewards at a beer competition at a, um, in Richmond. And from there, they really kind of, that, that sparked his interest in learning the depths of it. And then we learned, obviously, about Tisserone program and all that good stuff. So from that, he's mm-hmm. just, he's like, he's deep in the beer game. Like he. Now for deep. somebody who don't know what a beer uh, <laughs> steward is, what, what is a beer steward? So a beer steward is a person basically that um, walks through a competition to serve all of the judges and we assess the beer to make sure that it is prepared in a proper way to be judged. Gotcha. All right. Um, okay. I was about to go somewhere with my question, but I lost it. Eh, never mind. It wasn't a good question, I guess. <laughs> um, going back to well, the creation of uh, Black Brew Movement, um, what, what was the collective effort in terms of the your logo? Simple that simple thing. Like in terms of what does the logo represent? And 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 how does it come come came to fruition? That's a really good question. Let me show you guys our logo. Let me just say I had nothing to do with this. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> my, my role was to ask the questions and figure out what was going on. The um, like when we first started, it was four of us. The other half of the half, um, um, well, the other half of the whole. I don't know. They are. Um, in North Carolina now, so Phil and Simone, they were actually the creative um, part of Black Movement branding. Um, and so a lot of this logo was inspired by him, um, really just thinking about how we can make a statement, how we can, you know, have a logo that was, you know, timeless in a sense, um, but was still cool and fresh that people found intriguing. Um, and that mm-hmm. was Black. So that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about what? that logo. I'm sorry. I don't know. If, I don't know if we ever asked the question. Where are you guys based out of? Because you said the other two are based out of North Carolina. Ask that question. Yes. So we're in the DMV in Maryland specifically, but most of okay. our events are in DC. Shout out to the back okay. to back DMV. Now are the two episodes. in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, I watched though. you guys last yeah. week with um, yeah. um Sheldon. We went from Philly yeah. to the DMV. Bang bang bang. Yeah. Uh. Are the two people in North Carolina still heavily involved? Like, do you guys still do uh, collaborations in, like, Virginia to meet halfway or whatever? No, they're not as active um, right now. Okay. Okay. So is it so on your team? Is it you and your husband right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm always available for R&D. I okay. Like to put myself out there. <laughs> oh, Cheers. awesome. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. definitely hit you up. <laughs> R&D on what? We'll see. We I'm for real. We'll see. I'll, I'll do a survey. I'll help write a survey. On the, on the Delaware scene, you know, we have hopes of expanding. We can definitely talk after the show because I have some yeah. ideas. Yeah. Right. And I, an idea another thing, I don't want to nerd out on the podcast, but oh, we one know. thing that we're really... <laughs> he got glasses <laughs> on and I'm a really scientist. Are, <laughs> this nerd's all over the place. Oh, perfect. Hold cool. <laughs> oh, bro! What are you looking at? What are you looking at? I can still right, see. Right. Oh, there you go. You there we that? go. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? We're here. I can still see close up, guys. <laughs> jokes on y'all. <laughs> nah, jokes. Jokes not on us. Jokes only on us when you take them glasses off. 
But no, what I was going to say is one of the things that um, we're really interested in is making sure that we assess a broad spectrum of age ranges. I would say mm. right now, like a lot of our events are kind of con- con- uh, concentrated on, you know, a certain demographic. And it's kind of just based on where we are. It's location based. You know, in D.C., there's a crowd um, that I would say um ranges from I'll say mid 30s to early 20s um and so we're finding that as we go through different age demographics as we go through different like um I guess perceived economic status Mm. the things that they want out of the events and out of the beer differ and so that would be interesting to um get your input I agree I'm here for that she got a a research hat on she's saying bing bing I got you. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. That's not a pew, 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 pew. So. Wow. Okay. I, got it. The bar is high. The oh, bar is high. Oh, I'm going to meet it. I, and, and I also think you can't be you can't be begging for it. You just got to let them come. You just I got to let them You're right. You I got to chill out. You gotta, you're you'll right. get one. You'll get one if you work hard mm-hmm. enough. You gotta, like we said earlier, earn these. You gotta, earn these you earn these you're right. I forgot. You got to earn I the forgot. pew, pew. And a red cup. Um, what about that? <laughs> you know, that is, just, I think I think that's the first red, red cup, cup though. I'm pretty sure that we ain't had a red cup. Really? Maybe one. Yeah, maybe one. I think he was drinking because we normally like to see the beer. We normally <laughs> like to see the beer. I think he was drinking brown. Well, let me what color that beer you. is? Before I sat down here, I had a glass, and then I mm. said. Dang, I really don't feel like doing no dishes. So, Dang, I, for the podcast, yo, the reg- you don't want to do no dishes. Yeah, you don't I'm do sorry. One no dish? dishes for the I'm podcast, sorry. but you, you but want you'll the go ahead and <laughs> yeah, that's definitely does deserve a pion pion. You know, I'm sorry, it's been a long day. You know, Are you going to recycle that? You get one of those. That's what you get. <laughs> I, do I do recycle. I do recycle. All right, at least you recycle because yeah. the turtles out there don't need them plastics. And them one glass, yeah. one glass got. I don't want to. It's a, look, and it's, it's, pro- a, it's a, and it a small glass too. Like that, even <laughs> a tiny glass. It's a school night. Is that what you said? You can't. It's cook. a school night. How many dishes are in the dishwasher or in the or in the sink right now? So there's not many, but I'm a hand washer. That's another thing. Mm. So if I could try to eliminate. As many as possible, you know. I'm mm. very, you know. You're a hand washer, so add to these. I'm a hand washer. Landfills, add to the landfills and the wasted water. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be. Is waste- it a waste yeah. of water? I, I think. How is it more wasteful? Actually, hand I, just, I feel like I just saw the study. It, it's more water wasted. In, is it? And, and dish and washing the t- and the thing. I know. Now that study was um uh sponsored by. Dishwashers of America. I don't know. 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 Wow, no bias there. I don't know if it was. But but you do like if you if you're not turning off the water in between washing and you're yeah. letting the water run like the whole 15 minutes you washing the dishes, that's probably like 20 gallons of water. Yeah. Some people well, do wash dishes do a, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I make a tub like I and then fill up the tub and then, and then rinse. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so it's like one man versus machine. You you think you can do better than the machine? No, I just am old at heart, you know. Mm. Um I just Baby, give I, me that like, I'll, 
Bring me that dish. Yeah. So Can I wash? Let me wash around here and get, wash around the dish. You like a good bourbon? You like you like to drink a good bourbon when you sit on your porch? <laughs> like a good a good iced tea? Right. She got yeah, iced tea in her rocket chair. Oh baby, this black blue movement. Mm. I'm also let me get my hands up in that dishwasher. <laughs> All of that. I mean, I I, I accept it. <laughs> That's cool. That's up. I ain't nothing he wrong with that. It. That's all right. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm glad you took that one. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with. Uh, well, especially with glasses, you should hand wash glasses to get that get that correct um, beer beer clean. A lot of times, mm-hmm. the dishwasher don't beer clean that glasses the way it mm. should be. Exactly. So, so you want that nice ring around mm-hmm. the glass? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you. Exactly. You want to get your rings. Hey, you don't want any. You don't want any hard water stains when you're pouring your glass. I mean, pouring exactly. your nice glassware. And you got you got a little scrub brush too to go in the, in the and get mm-hmm. the sides. Okay. All I'm of that. Sure you doing official? Are you are you just saying all, all of that, that? Or you do got that? I do. I have the uh, scrub daddy. I have a. I have it all. Because the way she said all. You gonna see her? She gonna see her sink? Yeah, yeah. You gonna see her sink? And it's just a little rag that's been there for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I don't no. believe that. I don't believe that. But that's the way you were. You was cosigning real easy and quick. Yeah, that's why I was. So, but mean. you got it all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, she was shaking her head like, "Yep, sure, whatever you say, brother." <laughs> that's why I was questioning. But okay, um, can we go back to or go back to your, your love of beer since um, you were nine? Hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 Those Sunday evenings, like <laughs> nine year old, Mama, sitting you in the rocking chair, distracting your parents as you go get that <laughs> sip of the Heineken. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what actually? Oh, man. What actually is your favorite beer style? Um, like, do you have a favorite beer style, or even favorite beer that you love? Like, you can always count on, like, yo, I need this beer right mm. here. That's this stays um, in my fridge. <clears throat> I would say I don't have a favorite that stays in the fridge just because we always have beer kind of rotate through the house just mm. like for events and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but I would Absolutely. say my two favorite beer styles are sours and stouts. Okay. I love those two. Hey. Um, yeah. Two opposite. Right. They're, just, they're dependable. Anytime. Cheers. Okay, good. Perfect. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Two opposite yeah. ends of the spectrum a little bit. You got the Yes, uh, definitely. Oh, do you like a uh like For a barrel sure. stout or you just like a non adjunct the straight stout? Um, I'm not picky with the stouts. I like barrel aid. I like I like them straight. Um I'm actually starting to get into mm-hmm. some of the lighter stouts. That's why when um you guys uh spoke with Sheldon last week, I really like his um white chocolate stout. But um, mm-hmm. and I think I'm starting to get into the lighter ones because I don't want them to be so season specific. I feel like when you drink the heavier ones, it's just a lot when it's hot. Mm. Um, so the lighter. That's ones what I was going to ask you. Are you a season? So, uh, okay. Are you a season specific stout drinker, or is is that I shouldn't ask that question because you just answered it. Never mind. But yeah, no, I'm not anymore. <laughs> did you get? Did yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> do Do you um partake in the shandies too? Or nah, I got a shandy no, in my I'm refrigerator. Not a shandy girl. I got a shandy in my refrigerator. Now nah, I think about it. Sorry. <laughs> well, but it's not. It's not Little <laughs> Google. It's a local brewery that got that had a shandy. Uh, so shout out to uh, them. Uh, 
but because I did, I did uh, have a lot of linen kugels in my in my day because them, them things is nice. Yeah, back in the uh, back before my craft beer journey, I was drinking a lot of them yeah. lemon shandies. Yeah, lemon kugel, uh, blue moon. Before I knew better, I mean, I was just, I was in there. I mean, I drank yeah. a blue moon, but I guess I never I went through a shandy era. Like, I well, let me just say this: um, <clears throat> I don't like sweet beer. Um, but oh, yeah, so how do you sour. like sour? Sour. Like, okay, sour, sour, sour. sour. Yeah, sour, um, sour. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me be clear because I was not clear. Um, I don't like shandies. That's just it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I just like my, I like my lemonade the way I like my lemonade straight. I got you. You like it. Yeah. You like the lemonade straight. No, no beer. I got you. She said, yeah. let me be clear. I just don't like shandies. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. That was funny. <laughs> so really was the black movement. She was trying to get her husband away from these shandies. Like, yo, you gonna have to get something else, son. I yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, conspiracy. See you win. Conspiracy. He just wanted to enjoy. Like, I love him. I love him enough to make him get out of these shandies. I had Good to. I had to, elevate, like a shandy? I had to elevate him. You know, I have not seen the shandy in a long. See? It time, worked. So. <laughs> Yeah, it worked. It worked. Got, yeah. got the man in, got him off these shandies. She got him in that yeast and malts and cinnamices and all that stuff. And he forgot all about it. He yeah, liked beer right. and lemonade. He forgot all about that flavor palette. <laughs> uh, I should actually I should buy him some shandies next week. So I'm like, hey, what? See what he do. Yeah. Throw back Thursday. <laughs> like, I want that shit down the day. I'm buying one of those shandies. I don't need that Especially after he listened to this episode, be like, yeah, you talk real greasy on Shandy. Now you want me to drink them? <laughs> <laughs> you told everybody that's my favorite drink of choice back in the day. You told them back in the day, though. You make sure I don't drink no Shandy shit now. Right. He likes Shandy. Oh, I think no, he still no, likes Shandy. No. Yeah, he's still sneaking on the, on the low. <laughs> when, when, they, when they ain't together, he bring out the Shandy. Shandy, please. Yeah. <laughs> three. Make three for me. Just give me my bottles right now. And then when you, when I'm done my three, I take another three. <laughs> yeah. He, he, when when you ain't around. Shandy man. He called him the Shandy man. Oh, Shandy. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> he is evolved. In, in front of you. you. In front of you. <laughs> you know, he, this could be true, but no. When he out in the town by himself, what you got? Shandy. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I like I like Shandy too. So proud to the Shandy movement. Okay, okay. I, I see I see what's going on there, here. There's no Shandy movement happening though. Like that that power to that. But it's a, it's a, going on. If people don't like stouts in the in the winter, Shandy's no, a are it's a, a, it's a solid. black it's a black brew it's a black brew movement. It's a black brew movement. It's right. not a Shandy movement. Right. Let's focus. But I'm saying Shandy's are a solid spring summer uh beverage i mean hey different strokes for different folks people like what they like. i agree with that right as she rocked back in a rocking chair got you um 
different strokes, baby. Give me reach, reach, reach around and give me that. Yo, can you reach around and give me that lemonade? Um, um, all right. Um, so this, uh, well, this year, uh, Mark, was this your? I don't know. Was it the first year? Um, you were at Barrel and Flow. Was this the first year you were at Barrel and Flow? Officially Barrel and Flow, but we went to um, Fresh, Fest. Fresh Fest in 2019. Now, do, do, y'all don't. But okay. you, y'all don't. That was our first year too. Y'all don't vendor anything out there, or or put up, or like in terms of that stuff or anything like that, correct? Um, we haven't, but we we would like to. Okay. Um, the first year, I, I kind of feel like the first year and this year were the same. The first year, we were just going to fill things out because we just kind of had just started. The Black Bear Movement, mm. so we wanted to see what it's about, and then <clears throat> this was the first time since Barrel and Flow, so I was going to fill things out right. too. But um, in the future, we'll probably, you know, bend, have a collab, or do something like that. So I'm always curious, what, what was your thought on your since your first uh, iteration of Barrel and Flow? What did you think about it? I enjoyed it. I really had a good time. Uh, I think it's a great festival from top to bottom. Um, I really love how they tie in, you know. The, I guess, educational stuff through the um, symposium or panel. I um, love the bottle share. And then the festival is really well put together. Um, One thing that I was shocked by is the amount of beer. I I guess I just was not expecting beer to be flowing. Like, as soon as you walk in on the first day to the time you leave, I was overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a good thing for, you know, people who, you know, Come there to drink beer. You tried a lot. I tried a lot of different um, styles and a lot of different breweries that I'd never heard of, which was really nice. But I can't keep up. I got you. I I agree. Uh, Now you tell one of the things that uh, 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 you do with Black Brew Movement is collaborations. Is that like like beer collaborations or just Mm -hmm. like events? Like, so have you done beer collaborations as well, or is it just uh, collaborating event wise? Beer collaborations. So that's one of our. I guess missions is to do a beer collaboration every year for either Black History Month or Juneteenth. Um, and so our partner that we've been working with locally has kind of been our go-to for that. But moving forward, we want to kind of branch out and do some more collaborations with other breweries in the city. And then we also are looking to do a big collab amongst the local Black Brew Movement. Okay. So, All right. so what, was the, what was the last collaboration you did? Um, we did a collaboration for Juneteenth this year, um, and it, it was called Black to the World, um, and Black it was a okay. nut brown ale with a hint of Nutella. Huh. Black to the World, yeah, it was really nice. Um, if you guys, if you guys would have made out the Mega Fest this year, you could have tried it. Uh, we had we reported there. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, so I mean the the inspiration for it was really just to kind of pay an ode to everyone that has supported the Black Room Movement since the beginning. Um, you know, we've done a lot of branching out. We've done a lot of collaborations through events and other things. Um, but we really wanted, you know, the people who started with us at the beginning to know that the mission has not changed. Our goal is still mm-hmm. to elevate, you know, Black brewers, Black consumers, um, Black farmers, um, Black chemists, all the people that go into making beer what it is um that's still our mission and so we just wanted to kind of uh, elevate that and you know commemorate that through the beer also in addition to that 
this December will be five years of Black Brew Movement. And so we wanted to, you know, um, you, know, you, that, oh. <laughs> you earned it. You, oh, wow. You guys are making my night. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't because her voice, her face still said, yo, that, that sounds like an air horn worthy process. Like she it did. It oh, did. No, no, she no. paused a I little bit. Like, because I saw his bit, like, whoa. and I thought he was going to say something. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, I thought yeah. you were looking for the air horn. Yeah, it did look oh, like no, no. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> Yeah. But no, but I was like, that's give it to her. I'm, I was looking at you, Rob. Like, come on, come on. I was, I was waiting for her to finish her uh, her sentence before I hit the air horns, but I got oh, you five yeah. years. Well, thank five you. Years. You. you get a round of applause as well for five years. That's what's up. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so, you have been right learning on. a lot, you know, yeah. learning a lot about mm-hmm. the crappy industry. And so I feel like we got a new wind. Obviously, COVID season, you know, did us. We were out of it, you know, not really knowing what we mm-hmm. want to do because obviously we do events. Um, and so now I feel like we are trying to finding our, our stride post pandemic. Now, now this, this Black Brew Movement, it's not a uh, it's not a 501c3, correct? Correct. Okay. It's it's you give me all the money. <laughs> For profit. <laughs> For profit. <laughs> I got you. Show me but the yeah. money. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Um, but, but when you say, uh, black brew movement, is it like more of a, is it more just you and your husband or is it more like a, a group when you say you want to bring, you wanted to do it for your followers and your black brew movement people, you wanted to do the beer, the last collaboration you did for Juneteenth. Is it more, I'm sorry, go ahead. I I feel like I know the the answer to that question, but it is, um, all of the, uh, local black owned Brewery, brewers and the DMV. So, um, oh, okay, yeah, Libco. We should have let off with that question. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. So, yep. um, that's dope. Black Beauty. How many of them is it? Sofa. It's nine now. So it's almost like a like a almost like a um, yeah. It's like a black beer guild almost, kind of right. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in a sense, in a sense, sense. except for per, I guess. For profit. I got you. Yeah, so in you know. a, would you take any black? So it's just black owned breweries in the DMV area as of right now. Would you be expanding that, or is it just going to be contained always to black brewers and breweries in the DMV area? We have aspirations of expanding. Um, you know, okay. right now it's just us. We're, we're two man show, so <clears throat> you know the DMV is all we can handle. But you know, mm-hmm. if we get some staff and we you know build it out, have some people. <clears throat> who are, you know, want to do some chapters in other cities will be, you know, willing to kind of look into what that looks like. Mm. Absolutely. All right, because uh, it's so like, so is the, I know you said it's the, it's the breweries in the DMV, so it's like it's like membership? Like, like how did you, like, how do you get involved in Black Brew Movement if you wanted to, if you were just somebody on the street just come to the events? Is that how, how it works? Yeah, we have a um, partnership with um, the regular app. And so that is where we, I guess, host our members. So pe- people um, would subscribe to the regular app and subscribe to our events. And through that, you guys um, would get discounted, you know, entry, beer deals um, at different breweries throughout the city. Um, you get access to a lot of our events, either for free or for a discounted price. Most of our events are free. Anyway, you have to just... Um, pay for the beer so you could get discount on like your beer flights or anything that we do and so that's where our our membership lies right now um and then we just refer to black brew movement 
as anyone who is a follower of ours. So on our mailing list or, you know, follows our, so, our mission. So we're now members of Black Brew Movement if we choose. If you so choose. All right. All right. I choose. Okay. I choose. We accept. <laughs> nice. That was easy. Nice. I love your application process. That's <laughs> that application process was Verbal. fast. That was good. Verbal application. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> so you talk about the uh, now that COVID's over. Well, now that COVID is over. Um, right. And the um, is it? Oh, hold on. It, it's not. That's now why that COVID I, that's why is. I, that's why I paused. Because uh, I mean, okay. Okay. All right. You just taking just wanted to, yeah, COVID, yeah, just wanted to get the <laughs> COVID is just a flu now. Flu, COVID, it's all the same now. That's how they rocking with it now. Okay. Um, is it still hold on, sidebar though. Is it is it endemic yet? Has it become is it still are we still in the pandemic? No, they they, they, they said pandemic endemic? over. They said pandemic was over in uh they, that's officially over in May. In last yeah, May. I think they I, okay. said pandemic over. So it's in the, it's endemic now. Yeah, they said pandemic over, start paying your student loans, homies. <laughs> Literally, and over the last, and over the like the last three months, I've seen like it seems like more, it's been a surge. Like I've heard of more people talking about I have I have COVID now, and yeah. like, it's been like the last year or so. Yeah, well, that's because now more people are. I don't know. People probably stopped testing and stuff like that, and now more people are probably going back to testing. I think they probably never stopped. It just people are like, yeah, yeah. we good, we st- we straight. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, was, I think that wasn't my question. More infections was <laughs> My question was. With the wind behind your back now and stuff like that, so do you have any any your like your your mainly events and collaboration collaborations? Do you have any events coming up in the near future that people can can come come out to and hang out and uh, know more about that Black Room movement? Yeah, we actually have one of our um, big events for the year. Um, we have our Black Beer Garden at Art All Night. This is our third annual. Um, this month, it's going to be on the thirtieth. Okay. Um, so it's the last Saturday of the month. And so this is where we host the Black Beer Garden with all of the um, Black beer brands in the DMV. So this year we finally have the missing piece. You know, we've been saying the DMV, but we've really been the DM. Um, so we finally have our Virginia Brewery representing. Uh, shout out to Strange Fruit. Um, and so we will be hosting eight of the nine Black beer brands in DMV at our Black Beer Garden at the uh, Art All Night block party with Right Proper. So it's a lot of fun. We got food. We got live music. Um, and you also have an opportunity to engage with the brewers um, and just kind of get a feel for what a Black Brew Movement event is really like. So that is one that's coming up soon. Okay. All right. And you said that was that, you said, was that right, right Proper, you said? Did you said that? Yeah. So Right Proper Brewing um, in Shaw. And did we lose our friend? Yeah, yes, we did. He said, uh, "You don't like, uh, you don't like that uh, beer garden idea." I guess. <laughs> so, uh-huh. <laughs> Membership revoked. <laughs> he said, "I'm out of here." <laughs> well, he got what he wanted. He came for the uh, membership. Right. <laughs> he, he, gave, he gave it to him, and he uh, he bounced on. <laughs> That's funny. That's how people work. They like, "Hey, I got what I want. <laughs> I'm out." Um. So, um, what do you see? I guess. Uh, as you've been doing this for since for five years now, so like since 2018. So, where do you see in the next year, two years, and three years? How, where do you see uh, Black Root Black Root Movement uh, going, and what, what do you see for the for the organization? 
I definitely see us um, kind of ramping up our efforts. You know, like I mentioned, COVID kind of put us in a lull where we weren't really doing very many events um, as many collaborations as we would have liked to. So our goal is to do more collabs. So um, up to four collaborations a year with local breweries that are in the D.C. Brewers Guild. And in that, someone mentioned earlier, our goal is always to create beer styles that we think would be interesting or palatable to the non-beer drinkers. Um, that's our mission is to get more um, people of color into the craft beer space. Um, and in addition to that, um, lean more into our research efforts. So getting back to kind of that hard research that we were doing early on to see what other gaps we could fill um, in the area. So learning more about the you know, profiles of People, um, what they want to see from events, what they want to see um, when it comes to um, different opportunities within the industry. That's something we really haven't talked about. But, you know, one of our goals is to create opportunities for people to engage. Welcome back. Um, engage, you know, in different parts of the craft beer industry, not just drinking and brewing. But if you are interested in agriculture, um, you know, connecting, you know, the kind of agriculture to brewery pipeline people who are interested in science, getting into that when it comes to brewing. Um, and then on the just general hospitality side, we have a lot of people who are interested in just beer serving or, you know, just learn about the industry. So just kind of being a resource hub for all the people who are interested in craft beer. So moving forward, that is where our efforts are going to be. Oh, you sound like you're, sound like you're about to keep talking. That sound like you're oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got you. I'm done. Uh, you know what? It'd be dope if you did a collab that was a shandy. That'd be fire. Do a fire you and know, shandy collab. We should call it. It, pro- it probably wouldn't. <laughs> it, it probably wouldn't. Why? You, could, you should call it the shandy man. Yeah, the, the shandy man can. The shandy man can. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. That'd be dope. Yes. Shandy man, shandy man. That'd be shandy dope man. name. Right now, somebody that's probably heard it, they're they gonna take it. Like, right, you know yeah. I want to say something. Right. You do a lot of that on this. You give away a lot of gems <laughs> that you shouldn't be dropping on live, hey. and you're gonna have a lot of uh, we, we you, you get a, IP lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> we here for yeah, we know we uh, <laughs> we we've been stolen a, a lot. It's so okay. We just let them have it. You got it. It comes back sometimes. You guys got the oh, juice. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. We you guys got the juice. Oh, sure. you, you like that idea? There's plenty more where yeah, that we, came from. Plenty more. We say that <laughs> right, too. Right. There's no exhaustion. Yeah, we got we got some ideas. That's why we be telling we here for R and D. Like that's that's part of the part of the podcast. Yeah, and we got some ideas. Yeah, but that, I think, no, that's real. I think we that, may not have Wi-Fi. We may not have Wi-Fi connections, <laughs> but we got ideas. Uh-huh. Well, maybe we can get some uh, some uh, some hot new Wi-Fi with our partners who want to partner with us. Hey, Wi-Fi people, holla at us! <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> I, I want. Yeah, know. make sure this internet don't go out. I, I want to stay this. on. I do need that whole time. I think that Shannon be dope now. Now I think about it, I really would be. I was joking. I think the name, I think just for the name, like we got to make it. Yeah, you got to make it just because of the name. The name is dope. We would definitely, yeah. Shannon Man, Shannon Man, Shannon Man. I peeped that too, but I don't (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's part, that that could be part two or part, we could do the Sammy Davis part one and then do the actual Candyman part two. That's, it's at least two different. We got the, we got a lemon flavor shandy. We got a peach flavor shandy. We got a blood orange shandy. Ooh. Right. Yes. Mm. Yes. I was thinking watermelon shandy. 
Yeah. A watermelon Sandy Man would be dope. Yeah. I feel like the watermelon Sandy Man is a real killer. He got a watermelon head. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying blood orange because it had blood in the title. Oh yeah. 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 That could be the that could be the the blood orange Shandy Man, Shandy Man, Shandy Man. Yeah. 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 See we now, now I even I even know the art. Man. I even know the art. The can art. The can art for the Shandy Man. Shandy Man. Shandy Man is good. Just True. had a watermelon head in the mirror. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. So I know you talked about the event that's happening on September 30th. <laughs> do you have any actual like collab more collab beers? I know you did the one, and or do you only focus on like um, Black History Month or Juneteenth or like or is it just rotating? Um. As of now, no collab for this event. <clears throat> Just going to be bringing back the um, Juneteenth collab. But in the mm-hmm. new year, we're going to have a new collaboration. So stay tuned. Oh, is you, the Juneteenth you collab? You got to get that up. Is that on sale? <laughs> is that on no, sale? it's not for sale. It's only available um, by event or on tap at Right Proper. Mm-hmm. So it's in like, okay. so it's like in the sixth or it's on mm-hmm. at, at the events. All right, gotcha. How about Crowlers? You got any Crowlers or anything? Mm, it can be. Huh. Right. I'm just curious. Just, just yeah, we got uh, options. Just R and D. Trying to get it. Yeah, trying to get your hands on it. That's R and D. Now the R and D team. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we we are actually bruising banter pack at AK R and D. Got it. Mm-hmm. Noted. Mm-hmm. So, I think I um. I don't know. Do you have any more questions for uh, Black Brew Movement or Courtney, uh, Lou? No, I'm good, man. I, I'm. I just like. I like what's going on here. I appreciate the uh, the Black Brew Movement. I hope it expands to the actual D in the DMV, which is Delaware, and we can get some <laughs> of you guys up here sooner or later. But uh, yeah, and that was yeah, D means in DMV. I, I like. I appreciate what you guys are doing. That I thought that. they did for the longest time, and I swear they you. Should I, I should, yeah, I but I the people in DC be rock, rocking. It's it's actually in order: Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. That actually if you makes say more DMV, sense. It's not in it's not in order. Is it should be MDV? That makes more sense, right? Because there is no. I mean, DC is not a state. That's a. Oh. It's not even a county. <laughs> DC is not even a county. <laughs> yeah, it should be lumped in somewhere else. I mean, it's not me. It's not me hating. It's the world. The whole country don't like y'all for whatever reason. I don't know. I wish y'all was a state. I want y'all to be a state, but you're not. No, they wish they were. And it, it should go. It should be M. It should be MDV if y'all MDV. want DC to be included. Yeah, DMV I sounds mean, better. It, yeah, it rolls Delaware should be included with that. I mean, it's I actually a place called. Del, it's a company called Del Marva because <laughs> it's DMV. Yeah, that is true. Oh, okay. I've I've seen that before. That, that's yeah. before Del Marva. Yeah, I like Del Marva a little bit more than DMV, but I mean, I guess it always... <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I um, I don't know. I never thought about that. I don't even know the origin of like DMV to have anything to say about that. I don't even. Me know. neither. Me neither. It seems like just like when people back in like the t- mid two thousands was just uh chopping shit up and making everybody had to be. Community wide here. So you saying it's, so it's kind of kind of localized. You're it's kind of young then. You saying DMV is, is a new termish? I mean, I know. It's I feel like, like 20 years, I feel but. like we weren't saying DMV. We weren't saying DMV when we were in high school. We weren't going down to the DMV. I feel like since Wale came out, we've been saying DMV. Oh, 
Interesting. Like, I feel like while, while not while they may not started it, but while they made it famous for me, hmm. I don't remember nothing before him. And still this day, I still think Delaware should be included. <laughs> so, so I know you said you were, uh, you went, you moved to <laughs> moved to Austin for a little bit, and I and I know I, I was about to wrap it up. So, are you originally from the DMV? No, I'm not. I'm actually originally from Florida. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Um, if you want to get specific, I'm from Kansas, oh. Florida. Shout out. But oh, what you know about us? Oh yeah, Roy yeah. Jones. I know, I know. What you know about Roy that? Jones in the middle. Yeah, you know. That's why I must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> I know Courtney and one. I know Roy Jones. I know Pensacola Courtney. Hey, and Roy we on Jones the You know what's funny? Yeah, I have a really good yes. friend. He's like. You're the only person I know from Pensacola. And I always say, I know my friends from the same place Roy Jones is from. I said, I'm glad that I'm in the same conversation with yes, Roy Jones. You're definitely not sentenced. You're not sentenced. <laughs> yeah. It's only a few of us out here. So whenever you see somebody from the from from the cola. From out here, so y'all don't I was about to say, is that what y'all call it? Y'all call it the cola? And y'all don't leave the cola? Y'all stay in Huh? Nah, y'all don't leave the cola. Most people don't leave the cola. Ah man. A lot of people don't leave the cola. It's one of those places. Huh. It's it's really called the cola. No, it's called Pensacola, but people say it kind of. No, like no, no. I know the city is called Pensacola. Yeah. Oh, but oh yeah. Y'all y'all slang name is is the cola. Yeah. Huh. All right. All right. Yeah. And then you got the country folks who still call it Pepsi Cola. Huh. So, um, all right. Yeah. It's so, an interesting place. It's huh. an interesting place. Yes. Backstory. <laughs> so let <laughs> let me. So I I let me let me give you the full. So I wasn't Pepsi like born cola, and raised Florida. there. I grew up military. Okay. So I was okay. actually born in Hampton, Virginia. Moved a lot of places mm. in between Hampton and from um, middle school until I graduated high school. Is I was in Pensacola, so that's what I claim. Okay. Because my, you know, Got it. Got it. Um, you know, what's the word? My um, fundamental like grounding years were in Pensacola. Yeah, those uh, mm-hmm. those coming of age years. Those coming of age yeah. years, so yeah. That's I my, usually that's think like home. that time that you were in, that you were in Pensacola. That is the if you say I lived in Pensacola my co- high school years. I feel mm-hmm. like that's where you are from. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. It's and I'll, it's always a loaded conversation when I talk to people who've you know lived somewhere their whole life or mm-hmm. whatever. Just as a military um, kid, it's always you don't know what to claim. You claim where you born. You claim where you grew up. You yeah, claim you went to high school. This this that. Right. But, right. In, in my journey, I feel like I was there long enough for that to be my home. Well, whatever that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you go? Do you have any roots in Pensacola still? No, my last root just got dug up. <laughs> my real, my best friend, not not nothing bad. Just my best friend. <laughs> so I was crazy. like, wow, I, I don't know where to go with that. I'm just going to let you <laughs> keep talking until we start no. laughing again. <laughs> my best friend, uh, she and I have been best friends since sixth grade. Um, and so oh, okay. she she was there and her family was there. So whenever I, I would go back, it was just to be to go see her family or like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so. Her mom is migrating out of Pensacola, so I don't really have a reason to go back. Okay. Yeah. Did your family, was your parents still military after leaving Pensacola, or they were just like, <laughs> we're not going back here? They, is it a... It's a military town. So my dad yeah. retired so you, and you then he on decided... He's on it. Yeah. <laughs> so he um, retired, and then he decided he wanted to settle in um, Pensacola. But they ended up leaving after... I graduated probably two years after I graduated 
just because my parents, my parents are very fast paced and Pensacola is on fast place pace, right. fast paced mm. place. So they need a little bit more excitement. Mm. And I went kind of far for college. So they wanted to be close. Okay. Well, for so, her jo- job is to uh, ask the questions. She know what the quest- what questions are coming. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That's, oh, that's the marketing right there. She's doing some surveys. She's a survey lady right there. You only got, you only got to say two words. Like, that was an 18 word sentence. He was like, just say the first two words I got. Right. Because, because I said this, I know they're going to ask this next. So let me have it. Yes. <laughs> you guys get it. It's, now. Already, it's already in my, it's already in my pew pew chamber. It's in my chamber. Yeah. I'm ready for it. There it is. Nailed it. And now, a great job. I'm not sure why I'm so fascinated. Pensacola, is that in the panhandle of Florida? Where's Pensacola? Like, it is. Okay. It's in it's the panhandle. Tallahassee. It's about it is. It's Tallahassee, by Tallahassee, right? okay. about 45 minutes south of Mobile, Alabama. Okay. So it is, it's like right in that. Is it close to Destin? It is. Is close it in to the Destin, Destin area? Probably, like too? Hour, probably an hour away from Destin. Destin. A little less than an hour, but okay. good to where you go. But yeah. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah, that people call it, call it Floribama. Yeah, the floor, they have a whole MTV show. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To uh-huh. Delmarva, you know, the floor of Bama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they probably, but yeah. I don't know, I wonder if they have, uh, I guess now in the Florida so diverse in terms of thought thought process, I wonder if do people have, culturally is that panhandle culturally more like Alabama or is it more like Florida? I don't know. It's more like, well, it depends because, I mean, it's so funny. Whenever, I, when I was in school and I would tell people I'm from Florida, people really misinterpret um, Florida because obviously Miami. Florida is, as parts of Florida, specifically Pensacola, is very country. Mm-hmm. It's very country. We have obviously the beach and the oh, beach is a destination spot. Never about Beautiful that. beaches. What? I forgot you delayed. What'd you say? What what about the country part or the? Um, oh, I'm part? delayed. I know. I will. I don't even know. I'm delayed. Yeah, they, y'all y'all definitely country. Y'all yeah, real country and real country. Yeah, and so to like in terms of diversity, I mean, it depends on what part you're in. I would say it's di- it's, it's not diverse. You have one or the other. Um, I feel like Pensacola, you may find a little bit more, um, I guess, of a multicultural field because of like people who are like transient due to the military. But people who are from Pensacola are either black or white. And so I don't know if, I mean, that answered your question, but yeah. from my experience. Yeah, because it's always, it was always funny, probably because of Miami, people, when people say, oh, you country, they never, they never put Florida in that conversation. Yeah. They never, they can never consider Florida country. Mm. You're right yeah. about that. Huh. And I, I think I, central down. It wasn't a colony. Yeah. It wasn't a colony either. That, yeah, that could be something about it. They always think it's kind of foreign. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, all right. Um, I had another question, but I lost the one I asked that stupid question. <laughs> no such thing as a stupid question, you know? <laughs> it didn't really have anything about the conversation we were having. It was just, well, I guess it was. We were talking about Pensacola, but yeah. Banter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can always banter. It's bruising. It's, yeah, we can always banter, but... I was here to focus on, as the title of the episode says, Black Brew Movement and its mission. Um, do we have a mission statement? Do we have a mission statement? Yes, we have a mission statement. Um, <laughs> we are actually, re- <laughs> let me tell you, we're revising it right now. Um, but um, if I have to give you the old one, the old one is to uh, collaborate, 
with Black brewers, Black communities, and connect Black culture through craft beer. Well, there it is. That's how we wanted to wrap up the show with exactly what the mission yeah, we can is end it right there. Black Brew Movement. Mm-hmm. We want to thank Courtney uh, from Black Brew Movement for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, if I can make a um, request, I would love for you to try to say my last name. I think you can do it. I don't think I can. Um, uh, <laughs> hold on. Is it Romany? Romany? Uh, Romany. Romany. Yeah. Oh, Romany. Now, see, I would look at it and say Romany, but it Romany. That oh, all right, Romany. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> you did it. Simple. Simple no, enough. No, I always encourage people to to try it out because yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it wasn't your. You got used to it. You got used to saying it because I'm sure your joint was like uh, it was easy as peasy. Yeah, my last name was my first my 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 maiden name was very simple. My last name was Brown. Oh yeah, that's black as black as black as black. <laughs> Brown is uh, uh yeah, you black. Oh no, Courtney Brown. Yeah, she uh, that's a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, once again, we want to thank uh, <laughs> Romany for coming on the podcast. Before we go, we always like to know how people can find us on these worldwide webs and all these good stuff and how they can find more about the organization. So, Courtney, how can they find more about Black Brew Movement? You guys can follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, Black Brew Movement, uh, all our handles, and then it, you guys can visit our website, blackbrewmovement.com. All right. Uh, Lou? Uh, my name is Lou Belgium. If you can hear me, I'm on them Instagrams. <laughs> uh, you can listen to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say, uh, you can even say Alexa, play Bruising Banter Podcast because we are on Amazon Music. Uh, if you want to follow more about the podcast, you can go to www.bruisingbanter.com and you can get merch. Uh, I don't have merch on today, but you can get merch uh, and check out where we are, all the episodes we are on. If you want to follow me, Rob Stay Bruising, there it is, bing, 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 on iJizzle. Um, shout out to uh, IM302Yoda. You can follow him there on Instagram. What's up, man? <laughs> I was like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Uh, 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 I was confused for a second there. Uh, uh, no, no worries. Well, this has been episode 217 of Bruising Podcast. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone.